Hello, OIMOP listeners on the replay. We are live here, 9.37 p.m. on this lovely October evening with the Online Impact crew. And so I want to talk a little bit about fighting procrastination and motivating oneself. That sounds a little woo-woo. Uh, it sounds like some self-help books, which I may or may not have purchased and may or may not be sitting behind me. But I think it's important, and especially given the fact that I personally, Pete McPherson, have been suffering from this the past three to six weeks, somewhere in there. I've been like, ah, I just can't seem to like sit down and do more than a couple of hours of work a day at this point. It's really frustrating. So I actually have open two articles. I literally just Googled two articles that are like, get off your butt, 16 ways to stay motivated. That's zenhabits.net. And then another one from James Clear, Motivation, the scientific guide on how to get and stay motivated. So I'm actually just going to breeze through some of these bullet points, and then I'm going to open it up to the people on the live call. If you guys have any tips, tricks, hints, hacks, if you want to weigh in on any of these tips, which I'm about to read, I would love to hear it. I think this is interesting. I've been searching for answers myself, and I know a lot of other people have too. So here we go. Number one, set one goal. Whenever I've been in a slump, I've discovered it's often because I have too much going on, trying to do too much. And that saps energy and motivation. So a common solution to that would be to narrow it down and focus on one goal or one thing at a time. All right, so I'm going to put these in chat so I just don't forget. One goal. That's a good one. Number two, find inspiration. Inspiration for me comes from others who have achieved what I want to achieve or are currently achieving what I want to achieve. I read other books, blogs, magazines. I Google my goal. I read success stories. Read success stories for inspiration. I have never once done that. Um, I'd be curious to see if anybody else has any like go-to books or people they follow to, to be inspired. I've never done this. I'd be curious to hear. Number three, get excited. That sounds obvious, but most people don't think about it much. If you want to break out of a slump, get yourself excited about a goal. Okay, well, how can you do that when you don't feel motivated? It starts from inspiration from others, but you have to take the assignment and build on it. For me, I've learned that by talking to my wife about it, and to others and visualizing what it would look like to be successful, I get excited about it. Okay. So that's kind of telling others, trying to trick oneself into being excited, visualizing what success looks like. Okay. That's number three. Get excited. I don't, I'm not even sure. I don't like this article already. Reset inspiration from blogging income reports. I like that. But I actually get inspiration from something too. I'll share that in just a minute, actually. Uh, number four, build anticipation. Da, 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 da. That's interesting. Set a date in the future and make that the start date. Build anticip anticipation for yourself. Put it on the calendar. Mark a date when you're going to start working or you're going to start doing this and try and get excited about that date. Okay. That's an interesting one right there. Post your goal. Put it on a big piece of paper in big words Exercise 15 minutes daily. Make it a mantra, a few words long, like a mantra. Post it on your wall or refrigerator. Post your goal. 
It's an interesting one. Uh, number six, commit publicly. I think we can all understand what that means. Commit to a certain work. I'm going to do this. Here's my goal. Whatever that is, commit publicly. That can motivate you. Think about it daily. If you think about your goal daily, it is much more likely to become true. Okay. And I'm just going to read one or two more on this one. Start small, really small. If you're having a hard time getting started, it may be because you're thinking too big and you might be overwhelmed. For example, if you want to exercise, maybe thinking about exercising one day a week instead of five days a week or 10 minutes a day instead of an hour a day. Start small, really small, baby steps. Build on small successes. That would kind of go along with the whole baby step things. Once you have one small win, one small success, then build upon that. Celebrate that. Take a second to step back and realize like, hey, that was a win. Hey, I completed something. Baby step, small step. Build on small successes. Think about the benefits, not the difficulties. One common problem is we think about how long something will take, how hard something will be. Uh, just thinking about it can even make you tired, but instead of thinking about how hard something is, think about what you will get out of it. What are the benefits? What are the outcomes that will come of your work? And then this last one in the article, squash negative thoughts, replace them with positive ones. Along those lines, it's important to start monitoring your thoughts and recognize negative self-talk, which is really what's causing your slump. Does anybody want to weigh in here live on the call? You can do it in chat or you can just unmute and start talking. Do any of those stand out as stuff that you do or have tried before? I've tried them all. You've tried them all? Because that's always a problem that I have. But it's interesting because in our mastermind group, we literally were just talking about this today. Um, And so one of the solutions was to just do one tiny thing um, and then at least you did something and maybe it will get the ball rolling and you'll get over that hump of starting or maybe it's just like whatever I at least got something done today Um, and then the other piece of advice from someone else was just don't do anything and take it as a sign that you need to take a step back and take a break and just you know literally take the day off and refresh your mind which I think are both super valid. It's hard to choose which one is right, but sometimes you really do yeah. need to take a break. And then when you come back, you're like really amped and you're, or like even when you're take a, a day off, you're like, ah, thinking about it, thinking about it. And then you get like a little anxious. And then when you get back on it, it's like, Oh, finally I can like work again. That's why I'm sometimes so. Yeah. Personally, I found that to be very helpful in the past. I think part of my problem the past couple of weeks is that, I've intentionally taken time off and when it comes back to like starting again, I'm like, "Eh." (laughs) I kind of like being off at the moment. Um, I'd never had that before or at least, at least not bad. I feel like the past couple of weeks have been bad. I'll, I'll share one other thing that I do every now and then. I don't find any inspiration from other people's successes necessarily reading other people's income reports, seeing other people's wins in business or their, business models and success or whatnot. I, I, that's always been tough for me. I don't really get inspired by that. If anything, I get like competitive from time to time, or I get down that I'm not there. I'm not, I haven't been able to do that. I haven't been able to work like that or produce that or whatever, but something that's worked for me 
and I kind of read it on the list was to focus on the outcomes, which when I'm working is dangerous. Like I don't want to focus on the outcomes. I want to focus on the work, the process. That's what do the work means is focus on the process and your work and then let the outcomes come or go as they may. Well, the opposite of that is needed for me personally, when it comes to motivation, I literally have to think about, <laughs> this is going to sound stupid, but here we go. Uh, I literally have to think about like Lamborghinis or like the Tesla that I want, or just the, the ultimate team for my business that is like seven people strong and just functioning on autopilot. And I don't even have to be here really, but I, I do because I enjoy some of these things. Like I had to, I have to envision those things. I have to envision like monetary rewards, uh, even like material things, but just, I have to like think about that. Like I have to envision that a little bit. That usually helps me just a little bit. Does anybody else want to weigh in with anything they heard on that list or something different? I was going to say that I, the one goal thing helps me to usually to get started. Cause then like Bree said, if I don't get anything else done, then at least I got one thing done. But the other thing that really helps me, and I think I learned this, I think it was you that said you did this way back when is that you keep a like smile file or something in your email from um, people that we've gotten replies from. And so for me, that's super helpful when I've gotten replies, to my email and somebody's like, Ooh, this was super helpful or even on social media or, um, to for jobs that I've done or whatever, those, seeing those things um, and knowing that we've helped someone else is often really motivating. And then it gets me like, Ooh, I could do this. That would actually also be helpful. And then that can kind of yeah. spiral for me. It can get me excited to, to see someone else you take know, our, take advice and use it. Yeah. Yeah. The smiles folder. I haven't looked at mine in like months. I just realized when you said that, I think, I, I think I'm going to create a recurring to-do list item once a month maybe like the first day of the month or something like that to go in for like two minutes and look at my smile folder. I think I'm going to do that when I hang up. Hmm. I had another one. Now I forgot what it was. Oh, I remember it. We're just going to alternate. Um, <laughs> one thing that has worked well for me literally this week is, uh, so, so my family wakes up early anyways, cause my wife leaves for school early and the kids have to go with her. And so, I'm responsible for getting the kids up and dressed and breakfast and out the door. So I wake up pretty early and I have found just this week, I've experimented with setting my alarm clock seven minutes earlier. Doesn't sound like a lot and not doing snooze a single time. Usually I do snooze once. I'm a one snooze kind of guy. I never do it twice. Just do it once. But that's like an extra like 10 minutes in there. So a total of like 17 minutes earlier, I'm literally getting out of bed has made a ridiculous difference in my life this week. It's actually been a little crazy. Like kids are ready and not stressed about getting them out the door. They're, I mean, they're, everybody's groggy because it's like 6 a.m. But just shipping them out the door a little bit easier. So also makes it a little bit easier for my wife to get out the door. And I found this week I'm at my computer like five to 10 minutes earlier, which doesn't sound like a lot. But when I look at the clock and I see like, you know what? I'm here. It's early. Wife and kids are gone. I'm like work. And it was not like that last week and, or the week before. So just really trying to like crush into that first hour of my day, just a tiny bit earlier. That's actually helped me get going this week and get some things done. 
So one thing that really helps me, and it kind of goes along with what Tiffany was saying, um, and also I'm a totally odd one. I'm motivated like every day. Like I don't have a problem with motivation at all. Um, And one thing that I really think helps is I remember my why. Um, So kind of like Tiffany was saying, like how many people she helps. And recently I, I felt like I was getting a lot of emails and I was getting annoyed by all the emails, but then I stopped to think like these emails are a really great opportunity for me to help people. And I just like really thought about um, how answering some of their questions and directing them to my resources um, is helping them. And, and when I was in, in doing research too, or I still do some research, I wrote manuscripts and these manuscripts had so many revisions. It was so tedious. You look at the same sentence like over and over again. It takes years to write these papers and I'd get so annoyed by it. But I would um, think of the outcome, but relate it again to my why. So like think about like how good it will feel to like have the research out there in the world and be able to talk about it. Sorry, my dog is barking. (laughs) There's probably a bunny out there. But, um, but yeah, thinking about my why is, is just like, I think my biggest one. All right. I'll share one more. This one was advice given to me, um, for my last mastermind retreat. We do like a, uh, we do like a weekend long hot seat <laughs> for like everybody or like seven or eight hours, like hot seat for like everybody. We, we go pretty deep. And one of the things that people challenged me on was, what do you look at to feel productive, like in your own work? And some people just look at like the hours they worked. I feel productive today. I worked for eight hours. Some people look at certain kinds of output. It might be completion of a project. It might just be time spent on a project. Um, There's different like metrics or goals for feeling productive, not even necessarily being productive, but feeling productive. And I'd never thought about that before this retreat. And they asked me that. And I I thought about it actually publishing content, not working on content that does not make me feel productive. If I have a longer post that takes me two weeks to write, which I've done before in the past (laughs) ancient history, I used to do that. I would never feel productive. The only time I would actually feel productive is the day I hit publish. This is weird, right? And I judge my productivity for any given week based on the number of things I published to the internet, which is kind of weird. Maybe some other people kind of have a little bit of that too. But for me personally, I had to, my my homework was to create a tracker. Uh, I'm not sharing it with anybody. Create a tracker of a curse. So I, I named it Shit Pete Published. That's what's called. That's what the tracker is called. And every week I look at this and I write down, I publish this and this and this and this. Boom. Okay. I literally have to look at it to be like, yes. Okay, Pete, you were productive. You're doing fine. You're not a slacker. You're not a loser. Like productive. And I think the takeaway is analyzing what exactly makes you feel productive. Like you've gotten some things done. Hopefully that will lead to more momentum and motivation, of course. But I think that's probably a little bit different for all of us. I totally relate to that. Like not feeling like you did anything unless it's actually like finished. 
but then sort of along the same lines is like you can like reframe what you see as being productive because if you're only measuring it by completed things then it's really hard to like feel motivated in in the middle of a project which is a huge problem for me but then you can like go back and be like okay well I did work on it for like three hours this afternoon so that's good like and just like tell yourself like yes I actually was doing stuff or if you haven't been doing it that's different too but like you know then you could just be like okay I'm just gonna work on it for like 25 minutes and then it's you know I did something on that project even though it's maybe not done yet doing the weekly meeting has helped me too because I and I have the best self journal um so it also like encourages you to do a weekly review and I just like forget how much I do in a week and with blogging and stuff some like working on your website like it can take a long time and you kind of forget how much progress you make but when you have to reflect back on the pages you're like oh yeah I did that and that and that so that helps me as well um some people come in and chat checking things off the to-do list and sometimes just literally writing down Nicole said Sometimes I have to write opened notebook just to get started. I do this too, by the way. I do this in the mornings, especially I'll, I'll write down, I'll see like my to-do list and it'll be like a little overwhelming and I'll literally put more on there, but they're like really the simple stuff that, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to just absolutely crush, but it's just that much. It's like one more little checkbox, one more little, little uh, click done. Yeah. Terry, are you with us? I'm putting you on the spot. Terry's in Terry's at college. He's in the dorm room. How's your motivation, my man? Talk to me. What, well, how do you push yourself? Good question. Figuring it out. Um, some days, you know, my motivation's low. Some days my motivation's real high. Uh, and it can, it can seem kind of just like, uh, like there's no pattern to it. And so that's part of like my, my goal right now, which is, watching like um paying attention to um how each day goes and one of the strategies i've been using for that is to um the 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 manager the task to do list thing i use is google calendar where i have all my classes um and i'll just put in little like to-do lists on uh in, in the calendar app and check them off throughout the day and then i can scroll scroll through the weeks and kind of see the flow of progress. Um, hmm. And yep. one thing that did strike me is, is kind of like obvious I didn't notice it before was that um, I noticed I was scheduling a lot for the weekends, um, but also for throughout the days, like the weekdays. And so I would, um, I wasn't giving myself any breaks <laughs> and by the time the weekends rolled around, I was usually feeling pretty burnt out, like where I just wanted to relax and kind of like recharge. Um, but then I would get frustrated with myself for not completing the tasks I set for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so then it just like struck me as of Monday or something. Hey, you know, I should let myself take the weekends um, off um, or let myself have some time to recharge and not feel guilty about it. And I think that's going to give me a lot more motivation and energy to like tackle Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, and actually have the energy to complete the tasks I scheduled for them. Right. So it's trial and error. 
Yeah. Um, I was talking with a friend of mine, uh, Nick Drew. If you guys all know him, he's a, he's a YouTuber and he has lots of stuff going on. He, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this. I won't share too much, but whenever he is unmotivated or just kind of feeling down, he likes to take naps. He sleeps a lot. Like he sleeps in and he takes lots of naps throughout the day. I actually have friends, multiple friends that do that. Um, I don't have that problem. I, I, I never feel the need to sleep more or whatever. I like to play video games. <laughs> That's my like not feeling down. Anyways, we were both talking to each other and wondering like, man, for me in June, I, I was like, Stephanie, I did not require any motivation, period. I didn't need a to-do list. I didn't need to wake up early. I didn't need to take cold showers. I didn't need inspiration. I didn't need anything. I was just like, man, I'm crushing work. And we, Nick and I were asking each other, like, what was that? How did that happen? Why? Why was the month of June for me? Just like, I'm so excited. I am working way more than usual. I'm working like 60 hour weeks, but it's because I'm just loving every second of it and just, ah, I'm just crushing it. What the hell is going on? Like, how can I replicate that or steal some of that? We didn't really have any strong answers, sadly, but we had a, uh, a theory and that is a very clear defined project that I was excited about. A very clearly defined project that I was excited about. I'm excited about a lot of stuff, but I do think the clarity of knowing, of being able to like foresee what you're going to be doing what you're going to be producing, what you're going to be selling, what you're going to be, whatever, in the next couple of months, I think makes it way easier to get excited about. Does anybody agree with me on that? Has anybody experienced this? Like just having a clear picture of what is going on makes it easier to work on it. Okay. I'm preaching myself right now. I guess anybody can't tell. Yes. I mean, no, that's exactly what I do. And um, the best, self journal um does it by three month periods so that's exactly what i do i set three month goals for myself and and yeah you're working on like one major thing Hmm. okay i'm gonna stop recording in a second i just kind of forgot i was recording in general (laughs) but does anybody have anything else they want to throw out before i stop i'll leave it open for a second okay fair enough all right i'm gonna stop recording those of you listening on the oimop replay. Thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next time. Can't find the record button. Okay, there we go. Now we'll see you next time.